Are we still going? Hello. Yeah, let's make are it. We doing it's our are we doing the hi? Yeah. The collective. Yeah. Oh hi. <laughs> hey. Oh. What are you doing right? here? <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Three, two, one. Jokes. I pressed record about thirty <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> I got all of that high stuff. Did you? <laughs> oh, just keep that in there. Why not? Well, we should probably do a proper one as well. Hi. 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 Oh, I forgot how to use this microphone. <laughs> I forgot how to talk to people. Yeah, it's been six hi. months and we are not, we've reverted back to that first episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like the first time we met. Hello. Hi. hi. Good morning. <laughs> Cool, done. See ya. Yeah, you can tell this is the first episode back in a long time. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. There's always got to be one. Should I do hello as well? Should we do hello as well? It's too late. You've missed it now. You've missed it. I know, but now I'm thinking. Yeah, but you've missed out. I regret it. I wish I could turn back the clock. Well, Well, you can't. It's done. Oh, fine. You know, we don't edit these podcasts. (laughs) Fine. Right, here we are. Welcome to Series 4 Strange Things. It's been a long time since we have been in the same room together, recording a podcast. This yep. is very exciting. This has felt very odd, hasn't it? Yeah, I haven't been in someone else's house for, yeah, like six months. Mm. And we're sitting here in hazmat suits. <laughs> <laughs> Ventilators on <laughs> standby. Like we're 20 metres apart. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're in oh. one different room each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's got the boomy room here. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Someone's under the stairs. <laughs> I'm under the covers of the bedroom. I'm in the car. image of John sitting clothed in our bathtub with a mic like. <laughs> in the bathtub, just like resting. Um, there was a, one of the Kardashians did a podcast in the bathtub. Why? It was him and it was Scott Disick and Chloe Kardashian. They did a bathtub podcast. Why? I don't know. They just did. Because it sells more Let's practical know. than the shower. <laughs> and safe. Just all here. The rain. The rain. Well, water on top it would sound like rain, wouldn't it? Classic rain shower. <laughs> rain shower. Typical in the bath. Sorry, I digress. You're probably wondering what Strange Things is all about. This series is a homage to all the strange things that we do as Christians, as Jesus followers, as worshippers, as churchgoers, because we acknowledge that our lives can be countercultural to those who aren't within mm. the Christian faith, those who don't go to church. We are strange. We get that. <laughs> we know that. And we just want to... We just want to acknowledge that. We want to talk about it, get it out in the open. And we want to, yeah, we just want to put our sides across a little bit and just sort of dispel some of the myths around it and make it just not be quite so strange. But also we know it's strange. So. Is this like therapy? Yeah, I think <laughs> are we like, like, yes. are, we giving, are we giving like three, free therapy to ourselves and yeah. to all the Christians? I think yeah. this might help us a lot. We've got five episodes for you this series. The first episode, today's, we are going to be talking about our own strange experiences that we have had in some sort of church or Christian setting. So we've got a story each of something strange that's happened to us. And then future episodes, we are going to be looking at strange things that Christians do in general 
um, strange things in the Salvation Army and strange things in the Bible. And then episode five, we want to hear from you. We want to know what your strange experiences of churches, of Christianity, of faith, of worship, whatever it is, if you've had a what you think is a strange experience, something that you think someone who doesn't go to church won't get this, or, you know, I, I acknowledge that this was a bit strange at the time, please tell us. You can send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us, tweet us. There's lots of different ways. Send us a home in pigeon, whatever you fancy. <laughs> get us your stories in, when's it going to be? Four weeks' time? Something like that? Yeah. 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 Should we aim for a date? Yeah, we'll put a date in at a later yeah. time. So listen along to our next few episodes. If something springs to mind that you've remembered, a strange experience that you've had, please just let us know. We can't wait to hear them. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. Like you say, I think it is going to be a counselling session. So I think there's going to be a lot of stuff. Like I really struggle to think of stuff, but I know there is stuff because it's just ingrained mm. in you. Yeah. And as soon as we start talking about it, it's like, still oh going to come gosh. flooding out. I just know it. Yeah. So who's going to go first? I don't mind going first. Oh, that's very generous. Of Thank you, John. No, it's fine, guys. It's fine. You know, I'm just, I'm just excited to be back. <laughs> uh, um, so I really struggled to think of one, but it all, it all came flooding back. So there was one occasion um, when I used to go to a church in Maidstone. Um, so we had this rough sleeper, John, who used to come to the evening meetings. And... Um, all of a sudden, he stopped coming, and then it was announced in the in the meetings. We have announcements in Savage Army meetings, sort of like giving you like the, I guess the calendar for the week and what's the on. admin, the admin stuff, <laughs> like, like a live bulletin, like a live yeah. bulletin, like what's on the grapevine. Um, and uh, it was announced that John had died, and they found they'd oh, heard no. that John was found dead underneath a bridge, oh, and gosh. then a couple of weeks later in the evening meeting. John walks in <laughs> and sits at the back. And there was this kind of unspoken thing of like, everyone's turning around going, is that John? <laughs> and as kids, we were like, oh my gosh, John's alive! <laughs> and uh, he was always known as Dead John after that. <laughs> and, but it was that, no one spoke about it. You'd announced it in the meeting that he he was dead. And then... A couple of weeks later, there he is sitting at the back of the meeting like nothing had happened. And they didn't say, oh, it's good to have John back with us. It was just like <laughs> back to normal. Just ignore what we said two weeks ago. Um, so, yeah. Let's not acknowledge the Lazarus in the room. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was funny. Um, and he hadn't died. He was obviously just asleep or something. And someone had saw him there and assumed he was dead or something. Oh, who knows? Well, let's hope they weren't a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah he's dead. Like, no, he's not. I've buried him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's buried. God rest his soul. And he's alive. So, uh, yeah, that was mine. Golly gosh. Yeah. What a start. That is quite a story. Yeah, I just I completely forgot about it until we were. I was trying to work out what to say. And then I was like, oh my gosh, that is one of the strangest things I think I always remember. And then he was just Dead John, and people be like, why is he called Dead John? And he's like, well, <laughs> would you like to know? So yeah. I think it also <clears throat> speaks quite a bit of the strange culture we have. I guess it's not just in the Salvation Army, probably in other churches, but because we only, well, I only know Salvation Army, is the whole like rumour gossip mill, like it can spread quite quickly. And often misinformation can actually get quite wrong, <laughs> as it is here, you know. But it's, you know, when John was, like, sharing with me the story, I was like, what, they thought you were dead? Like, <laughs> But, like, that's how those things start, isn't it? You know, like, someone hears, and John's grandma, like, hears 
John's dead. And he's like, John's, John's dead. dead. And, um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it was Jonathan, actually, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Jonathan. Jonathan. That is a good start. Yeah. So my story. Okay. So it's not, is it strange? Uh, yeah, I guess it is strange. Okay. So this happened a long time ago. I want to say I was maybe 12, 13, 14. No, yeah, so I was about 13, 14, and it was, a get, it was an evening meeting. All things seem to happen in the evening meetings. It's the place to be. <laughs> it was, I think it was late November, early December time. Um, it was definitely an advent, I'll say that, and that's important. It was advent, in, ad, in the season of advent, so in the build-up to Christmas, if you're unsure. I'm picturing that. a big Christmas tree and an angel. Mm. That could be there. It's not part of the story, but it probably was there. So the um, the singing company, which is the children's slash junior choir, um, was getting up to sing. So we went up on the platform, ready to sing our song. We were singing the song. So bear in mind, this is an evening meeting, which took place after 6pm. So it's late November, early December, dark outside. All of a sudden, power cut pitch black dark and there are 20 kids on the stage <laughs> in the pitch black dark right so we're all told to just stand still there's a few like panicked little Ooh! and a few of the older ladies you know are a bit concerned what's happening oh, it's then, you, <laughs> then you get the very spring into action people we had a few emergency services personnel in a, so they're like springing I've got into, my torch yeah, yeah. you know a few firemen they're like springing into action ready to like save the day this kid who was in the front row um i hope he remembers this story if he's listening he was like i've got a nintendo and he like <laughs> takes out his nintendo as like a torch for us to see we're then guided down i like to imagine it was actually a wee like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we in his pocket church um so this wasn't when we had smartphones because this was like when I was 13 and 14. So we don't have a like iPhone torches to like in our pockets <laughs> to get us down. So there isn't any of that. So they find torches. We like guided back to our seats. But then because it's Advent and they're in the preparation to build up to Christmas and the candlelight service in easily accessed in the officers, um, in the minister's office is a box of candles ready for ah. ready for the candlelight service. So my uncle, who was core sergeant major, so that's essentially like the secretary to the officer, he was there and him and a couple of the bandsmen lit these candles and everyone held a candle that evening and the service oh. continued, candle it. We even played, so I was in the junior brass band and there was a picture of all the adults surrounding us holding these like <laughs> candles while we played it the picture was taken it was on in kent online it was on the south bbc southeast it like went viral oh, wow. viral for then um <laughs> but that's like such a strange thing that that like happened but we continued the service as normal we just had it like in pitch black candle lit <laughs> that's so cute that's so cute yeah i feel like you wouldn't do that in any other context like if you're at work and all the lights went out you'd just go home you yeah. wouldn't be like right where yes. the candles home time yeah. Yeah. i think i think there was obviously i don't have an amazing like recollection of the minute details because it was a long time ago but when i was recalling it to my mum, she recalled that people like got up and left thinking it was like <laughs> they were like i'm not standing around for this you know <laughs> but i just think that's cute though sounds like a tv show yeah like a lovely that's like a Dibley episode or something. That's literally what happens at the end of Nativity, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The power no, you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Very powerful candles. Yeah, keep (laughs) them going. And I think like the like obviously they used like the Christian pun like for like the headings on the Kent Online. I can't remember what they were. I did try and search to see if they were still there. Christmas. Yeah, I think it was like light the light of the world, and it was like all the adults standing around. But candlelight carols. (laughs) That's like a. I guess it's a strange thing, you know, that we continued it. Yeah. on but we Plow just have through. all these candles because obviously yeah. we're a church yeah. so because well, like if it was a primary school concert or something you wouldn't just hold a candle over a kid <laughs> no. to play their music would you you'd be no. like right cancelled come, yeah. back, come back next time yeah. yeah but no the show must go on oh. shall i go next yeah yeah, yeah do it mine's less of a one-off event and more like well it's a week-long event basically i think i was maybe 13 or 14 and we the junior brass band went on a tour of Sweden. Whoa! Really? Isn't that just the weirdest thing? Yeah, it's weird. We went on tour as kids. Yeah, I was like, oh, sorry guys, I'm just going on a band tour. <laughs> yeah, you're on a band. <laughs> yeah, my t- just seen a few gigs with the band. <laughs> yeah, the, the proper like band tour. We went to a different place every single day, staying in a different hotel every night. Yeah, we're headlining, um, I don't know, any Swedish places. Uh, I want this t-shirt. Did you have shopping core. The date. Did you have tour t-shirts? Yeah, we had bright blue tour t-shirts in Sweden and our names on them. Tour bus? Yeah, there was a coach took us around the whole time. Did they have like your faces on the side of it? (laughs) In roadies with all the mums. (laughs) Only through the window. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Sweden! (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that just a strange thing? That That is is a weird concept. I'm sure sort of youth bands and orchestras outside of churches might do similar things like put in concerts especially schools i guess yeah or maybe it depends on the school because a lot of us were like primary age at that i think primary that's very unusual Mm, yeah yeah. i mean a lot we're all kind of the same age so i was one of the elder so it was maybe from 14 down including my brother who was like four at the time. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the band and went on his tour. Has no memory He's of the it technician. Got to be one of the youngest <laughs> tour rude, members yeah. at, like, in history, like four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we just like flew out there, went to a different court and it was all, like, I think it was all sponsored by like church people. And we funny. fundraised and went, so we, it wasn't like we all paid like thousands of pounds to be there. People like helped us go. And I mean, the oh. concept of a, a locational church band going on a country tour is a strange concept, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, what's weird about it. Like, I mean, the question is why? 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 Is, why do people go? That's a thing we should. Was do. there a relationship? Like, did somebody know that? Like, yeah, Sweden. We had a Swedish guy in the core. Okay, we've not been there that long, but he just sort of was like, you know, something you should do. You should go around Sweden and. I can't remember if he was the one that sorted out like Swedish sponsorship or whether it was British money. I don't know, but like, like if you were like a national brass band, like the national brass band of Great Britain, yeah, you'd be like, okay, fair. And like everyone wanted to hear it, but like, who's really heard of Canterbury Young People's (laughs) Brass Band? Well, to be fair, we were quite good at the time. Oh yeah, for a youth band, we were good. You're good, yeah. But like, you're not doing it as a to be good to sell tickets or anything like that, are you? You're doing yeah. it as a act of worship. Yeah. yeah. So this is a week long band tour <laughs> as an act of worship. Like that is what I find quite strange really about like... it. But having said that, what a cool thing is like young people to go to a place and visit churches in another country and realise that there are people around the world who share the same beliefs and values mm. as you, mm-hmm. like and connect with those people and you know, learn 
things from a different culture and mm. um i guess that's quite a eye-opening experience and broadens your mind yeah and even mm. aside from the church aspect of it it gave us mm. the opportunity to go abroad and see something yeah, that yeah. was the first opportunity a lot of people had had to go abroad my my whole family never apart from a day trip to france on the channel we've never been abroad before together yeah. so and um, we've never been afforded to do something like that so mm. it was incredible that we were given this opportunity to do something that you just wouldn't normally do yeah so. and that's not a normal country you would like go to on holiday would <laughs> you not, you yeah. would have picked to go to sweden let's go to stockholm so right. it's just a and it's like i think it's just exactly as you said it joe it's just a really how beautiful that this group of like 14 and under kids could go to this country and experience a the culture but also just realize that there are thousands of kids like them and people that share the same beliefs and just mm. experience Swedish, like, Salvation Army culture and then culture in general. That's mm. really cool. Yeah. But like yeah. I say, it's stuck with you and it's, like, yeah. something that even now you remember. So yeah. it's strange, but at the same time, it's quite a mental... Lovely. Like, yeah, like, really lovely memory. Like, great hospitality everywhere, mm. apart from eating cheese and ham for breakfast every single day. Cliche. <laughs> <laughs> like... But it's like it was that typical army thing. You turn up mm. at the hall and there's tea laid out, there's cakes, there's Baked lunch, potatoes. there's, you know, yeah, jacket potatoes, <laughs> the works. So like everyone just like fully catered for us and so yeah. people um, billeted us at places. So we like stayed in Swedish people's homes in some places. Like mm. my 14 year old, obviously I was with my mum, but at, on a school trip you would just like billet with some random family in another country, would you? But uh-huh. somehow as a church that isn't, Perfectly normal thing to do. <laughs> That's so funny. I've got billeting down as my strange thing army people do, so maybe we'll go okay. more detail for that for yeah. a future episode because <laughs> that's one of the things I've got down as like yeah. a really weird thing that we do. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah, that's mine. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, that is a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Actually, just before I do, I just wondering if the listeners can hear the bird song because it's quite nice. Yeah, it's nice, um, isn't it? But if you can't hear it, and the bang I sound crash, crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was actually just thinking about how um, when you when people know that you are a Christian or that you um, go to church, that kind of thing, they often treat you a bit differently. So um, I feel like often people walk on eggshells around you a little bit. So actually, I was at the barber the other day, and me and John share a barber, don't we, John? We do indeed. What, at the same time? Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's <laughs> Paris is in his hand. Aaron's is hand. Should call him that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and um, so there's, there's actually two barbers in this barber shop, and uh, my barber shouted through to the other one how hot it is, um, and the reply came, "Yeah, even Moses didn't have to put up with this." Ha 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 ha. And then uh, my barber said, "Careful, there's a religious man in here." <laughs> Oh, I can even say that as well. And I was like, I don't know what that even means. Like, I've never met Moses. I'm not going to no. be offended. I'm not related wow, to him. I mean, that is not what why, Moses was. Is it? Do, I'm even confused about him saying even Moses didn't have to. Well, I thought that as well. I, it, yeah, I was like, there's, if he? you're going to go for a biblical character, maybe like, I was like, I'm not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you imagine if that was your your like rhetoric you were like I'm not Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego and you'd be like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> say again <laughs> but I just thought it's so funny that people always think they need to like speak really respectfully mm. to you yeah. and things like like it's nice in a way but I also want to be like 
I think I'm quite a normal person. And like, if you make a joke that, you know, has swearing in it, I'm not going to like break down on the floor and cry. Like, <laughs> even! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I suppose it is nice that people try and respect what you mm. um, believe. It's just funny that it's not often about other topics um, yeah. mm. that you might care about. I had the exact same thing when I started my job as a secondary school teacher in my department. Whenever I would, whenever they, we would be in like department meetings or like together. And if one of them would like, when I say, when I say blaspheme, I'm not saying it in like a judgy, they'd blaspheme way, but they would say like Jesus Christ or, oh my God or whatever. They'd always go, sorry, Beth. Like it would be like (laughs) an automatic response. Or if they would, I remember once they talked about like, something sexy and they were like oh sorry Beth and it's like <laughs> yeah like you're an absolute prune like <laughs> they would always make apologies and I remember like for the first couple of months I just I just accept it and I was, and then I was just like you don't have to apologize for saying those things and mm. then actually it's funny because you don't tend to notice it until they've apologized They're yeah like, oh now I've noticed that you might have said something mm. that might and be, I was like yeah. actually I mean for the most part it doesn't really annoy me but it was nice that they felt that they actually respected that that's important to me. Yeah. Mm. And that saying like the sexy thing, I was that really weird. I'm like, I don't get that, but the name in vain thing I get like, but it's such a, a thing now people just say it very naturally. So yeah. it doesn't like make me angry, but it was nice that they recognized and apologized for it. Yeah. But I wasn't like, don't ever do it again. <laughs> yeah. But then it became like the running joke. So one of my really good friends from that workplace, she to this day has me in her phone as Bethlehem um <laughs> like because of that and um like even on when and her wedding invitation to us like it was Bethlehem and John um <laughs> which is really fun but it is that thing how mm. they always like think they need to apologize mm. to you mm. or you're going to be instantly offended by anything and yeah well, like you're secretly judging them like they bought me a Jesus, a sexy Jesus calendar, the Secret Santa, <laughs> and that my boss. So it was someone it, I didn't know who bought it for me. I found out later on, but someone had given to me as a Secret Santa, and my boss was so cross. She was really mad. She was like, "We could get in serious trouble for this," you know, like that I could easily report it for whatever. But I just thought it was the funniest thing. Like, I'm not offended by any of that. But the whole thing of like bad language is one of those funny things. Like they, there's almost this kind of. Um, thing that christians are really like they don't swear mm. and as a christian i do swear a lot yeah like it's just this i find it really funny this whole like cultural thing as are oh, they christians so they they you know they wear you know where there's sunday best all through the week and stuff like we're normal people like mm. we we swear we argue <laughs> like we we probably say stuff we shouldn't say yeah. and you you, you just because you're you're a normal human being you just have a different belief system yeah but it's that interesting thing that people think Oh, you don't do that. I find yeah. that really interesting. Or you're are you allowed to do that? Is yeah. what you always get asked. At the last place I worked, the swearing thing, people would always be like, Oh blah 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 Oh sorry Lucy or you know, Oh I shouldn't mm. have said that, you're here or something. I'm like, I swear too. Yeah. Or they'd be like, Are you allowed to swear? And I'm like, Well I'm not not allowed to swear like I'm not swearing because I'm at work you know like like Harry Potter the minister for magic has noticed that you swore yeah. on Tuesday lunchtime yeah. <laughs> the general of the Salvation Army office. has recorded yeah and like I got the nickname Holy Lucy but I never did anything holy I was just being normal I was like yeah. I'm, I'm not swearing I'm not you know 
talking down about people mm. that you're talking down about because I don't think that's right. And then suddenly <clears throat> it makes me holy loosey. And like, it was in a nice way. And they were, because they all knew I was a Christian and they all wanted to know about like sex and stuff. Yeah. But like, I never gave anything away being like, oh, you mustn't swear. You mustn't take mm. the Lord's name in vain. I never did anything like that. But suddenly I was the holy one. And it was like, yeah. for goodness sake, I'm just normal. <laughs> <laughs> just, just leave me be. Did you think, did you guys like in your, I mean, Joe, you work in a, for the Salvation Army, so you, it's a little bit different, I guess, but you've had other employment. Mm. So did you find ever so, yourselves ever, like, filtering some things? Like, particularly, I think, in the Salvation Army, because we have such alien language, we have, obviously, military terminology. I'd always say it so naturally because that's just how I know it. And then you'd be like, oh, that's da-da-da. And I felt my I was always over-explaining or mm. always, like, filtering myself because I was like, oh, there's no point explaining this because they're not going to get it. Yeah. Um. Like funerals, for example. <laughs> like I remember, this was even before I was like in school. I remember I went to a funeral of someone at the church, and they were like, "Well, I, you can only go if you're related to them." But they were a really significant person in my life. So, like confession here, I think my mum said they were an aunt or something, and they we did call them aunt, but they weren't an aunt. Mm. Um, but and I remember my like when I grew up and I got to university. Some people I know had never, ever been to a funeral in their whole life. And mm. one girl had, like, a nana died and she was like, what to expect? And I'd been to, like, 50 plus funerals because <laughs> we just grow up in that culture and yeah. death isn't... It's your family, isn't it? Yeah, it's, mm. not, it's not abnormal. But I remember when I was talking about it, when I was in, in my first job as a teacher, and they were like, what, you went to funerals as a kid? I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> but it's just so normal to us mm, because yeah. we... Because in our church, you know, death isn't sinners. It is there is a sadness to it. We we mourn the loss of the presence of the human being on this earth, but we have the rejoice and celebration of them being in heaven. So we're always taught to balance the difference between the mourning on earth and this mm. time here, but the celebration of life and sad and celebration of them being in heaven. So, and I just never saw that as weird. But I thought, like, imagine being like twenty six and never ever gone to a funeral and. <laughs> Like for us, that's just so mm. normal. But it's yeah. interesting, isn't it? How there's just things in life that... But it also shows just how deep this Christian culture goes because people still think that it's this thing today. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they, There's this whole underlining thing that, oh, you say you go to church, so you're a, a particular way. Mm. Whereas you're not just that kind of, um, you know, upper class sitting in pews, in silence. Like, church is very different now. There's different types, there's different... We all worship in different ways, you know. I think mm. that, that it's funny how that culture is still there, even when, you know, when you think about it, our generation, you know, 20s, the huge majority of people don't go to church. Mm. You know, but there's still this understanding that church is this particular way. Like, I find that really interesting. It's mm. only when, you, you know, you say, like... The sort of stuff you you, you experience is interesting, isn't it? I was going to say about the language. I always find myself like filtering what I'm going to say because I'm like, oh, don't bother saying that. Like, you have to explain it. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like even things like if I couldn't work, I'll be like, oh, I can't work on Tuesday. I've got band practice. And they're like, oh, you're in a band. I'll be like, it's not what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's not a rock star. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did but a like... tour of Sweden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense to them. I'm like, oh, I've got band practice. They're like, what? <laughs> mm. So, yeah. I just used to get the band it. camp stuff after if I said I had bands. Mm. Like, so you're caroling when you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go and do this. It'd be like, oh, what's one time at band camp? And you're just yeah. like, okay, brilliant. Like, just <laughs> the only time that anything has been said about bands is 
American yeah, Pie. But I guess that's <laughs> their only link. That's their only knowledge of exactly. a band, isn't it? Yeah, or exactly. A band experience. Yeah. Mm. It's just cool. interesting, isn't it? Like the different experiences we all have. Like yeah. we all go to, in quote marks, the same church. Like we all go to the Salvation Army, but how different Salvation Armies are. Yeah. yeah. Well. Like I find that like we all have our own little cultures within wherever we are. Mm. You know, and even... and more widely, churches are so different, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. There's so many different styles of church community and mm. church service and church culture, I guess. That's mm. interesting. Yeah. And even if we all go to the same church, we're all going to have different experiences in that same place. Yeah. Mm. Like what you were saying about the swearing, maybe remember as well. It's been really bugging me lately, although it's been happening obviously forever. People don't swear in front of me, not because I'm a Christian, but because I'm a girl. Mm. people always like I do quite a lot of manual work I work with a lot of sort of burly men sometimes and I get a lot of them going oh don't swear ladies present I'm like for goodness <laughs> sake do you think I don't swear do you think but like if they were working with Joe or John they wouldn't not swear in front of you mm. like if they didn't know any of us were Christians they'd feel absolutely fine swearing in front of yeah. both of you but they can't swear in front of me because I'm a young lady and and you're a Christian you've got like a double me. layer to yeah, it double <laughs> yeah layer, but yeah. what I'm saying even if they didn't know about the Christianity yeah. they'd look at me and go oh mustn't swear in front of that person but isn't it you just Sorry. like look at that person and go oh this person won't want you know Jesus mm. jokes or swearing or anything like that and you think well just ask me yeah and I'll say you can swear as much as you like it doesn't bother mm. me don't not swear in front of me because I'm a girl that really riles me yeah. and I think as well this is one of the reasons why isn't it we we felt that this would be a great conversation for our podcast because there are so many things that we've all talked about when we've had many conversations about how there are so many perceptions of Christians and we're we're not trying to dispel all of those, but we're just trying to be, just give the real truth to it. Mm. It's not how it's always portrayed by the media, you know, like I, whenever I make new friends that are not in any type of Christian circle, particularly when I was at university, I always got the automatic assumption that I would be against LGBTQI plus community, mm. anyone from that. Um, there was a woman there who was um, a lesbian and she just said, well, you're, you are not going to want to be friends with me, are you? And I was like, well, why? She's like, well, because you're a Christian. And I'm like, well, I don't know what Christians you've met, but I'm fine with being your friend. Like, it doesn't bother me. I, you know, she became one of my closest friends during my time there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and that's how I... I aim to live my life in dispelling those things that are portrayed by the media and by, mm. and I'm not saying that every Christian is like that. And I absolutely recognize that there are many Christians in this world um, still today that do represent us as that, but we want to show people that that's not the view that we hold. Mm. Um, and in the circles that we work in and we live in, that's certainly not um how we portray and particularly in the church that we're growing is Faversham Salvation Army that's not the view that we share or grow mm. mm-hmm. and we want people to know that um if you have any bad experiences if you have any assumptions about you know Christians or that may be negative or positive that we are here to listen and accept them mm. and we apologize for things that have been done in the name of Christianity but we're here to say we love you and that Mm. Those we hopefully will dispel those things, and that's what we aim to do with this podcast and recognize faults and things that are silly and stupid, and just say, Actually, this is the real us. We all imperfect, none of us are perfect beings, and mm. let's just poke fun at ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are strange. <laughs> oh, that was a nice discussion. I enjoyed mm. that. Yeah, I think we're just trying to say that 
Christians aren't homogenous. You know, we're all mm. different. Mm. And you might know one that doesn't really know us all, just like anybody. So mm. we hope you enjoyed hearing about our strange stories of things that we have experienced in our lives as Christians. Um, and join us for the next episode. We will be talking about weird things that Christians in general do, having just said we're not homogenous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll discuss that next episode. Come join us. Yeah. See Bye. You later. Bye. Bye. See you later.